News Radio WGNS Murfreesboro. The views and opinions on this show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of WGNS, its management, other hosts, or advertisers. Good evening, everyone. Edwin Lee Raymer here with you. And I want to do this right now before we forget it and before we move on with our guest. I want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Hope you have a great holiday and uh, just enjoy just enjoy the time this time of year. It's a great time of year. And, uh, you know, uh, Dalton Barrett is back for tonight. He's going to be with us one night a month up here running the board. Dalton, always good to see you. Doing a great job as usual. And our guest tonight, go ahead and put him on the air, Dalton, if you would, please. He's none other than your Rutherford County property assessor once again. And I want to have him up here because he's got something important to tell tell you about. Hello, Rob Mitchell. Good evening. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Hope you have a good one. Uh, are, have you got all the shopping done? Oh, yeah. We're, uh, we're doing uh, sausage balls, homemade cookies, and cash. And cash. <laughs> it's a big three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think, you know, a lot of us, we got, uh, when you get older, you get with, with the parents, and then, of course, with all the kids. And the, the three of us brothers were just trading the same 25 or $50 back and forth. <laughs> you know, here's your gift card. Okay, thank you. You know, I mean, it's, it's kind of like you're in the mob, you yeah. know. <laughs> I mean, we said, look, let's it's just money laundry for, yeah, let's get <laughs> for mom and dad and get to the kids and let's just forget it. You know, this is ridiculous. What's on? You know, because I've reached the age too, and I reached this a long time ago where, you know, if I've just got a good meal, you know, just get a good steak every once in a while. And then uh, I think our brother's going to do, I know he's doing Christmas this year and Nikki's going to do um, uh, breakfast because mm-hmm. the kids wanted breakfast. So, okay, we'll do, we, we did it last year. It was great. Everybody had a great time and it's good. You know, so you know when you. Were the people at Waffle House ever get tired of them showing up in the I DJs? don't know, <laughs> but we'll all be at Waffle House for <laughs> my brother. Last of the big spenders, man. <laughs> uh, and we're going to talk about something um, that we had mentioned back last time you were here: the real estate investment trust and right. how it's affecting this county. And this man. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You did an interview with the wall, wall with the Washington Washington Post. With the Washington Post, we're going to talk about that later on. He'll tell you all about it. But for right now, yes, my name is Emily Raymer, and yes, I'm still a private investigator. Welcome. This aboard. is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host Ed Raymer on your good neighbor station, News Radio WGNS Murfreesboro. And that's a little stiff upper lip for you, and that's from ACDC. Welcome aboard. This is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show, and I'm your host, Ed Raymer. This show is produced at the studios of WGNS AM 1450, 100.5, 101.9 FM, FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. You can reach us tonight with your questions, comments, or ideas at 615-893-1450. You can also text us a number of that, and our producer, Mr. Dalton Barrett, will be glad to read it over there for those of you who do not wish to be heard live on the air. You can also listen to us via the internet at WGNSRadio.com and at right now at Facebook, on Facebook at the Emily Raymer Show on WGNS. And you can also download WGNS app and take WGNS with you wherever you go and listen whenever you wish. Listen to Angela Bingham. She's on every Sunday at 6, doing a great job with simplicity. 
um, Stephen Reynolds and Dalton uploads his show, I think, every Friday when he does a show, and just good information. And Dalton, tell us about what's going on down at Smyrna with the tower uh, turnaround. Yeah, so uh, as of, it was supposed to be January 1st, we've kind of sped some of that up a little bit. Right. As of right now, uh, if you want to listen to WGNS in Murfreesboro, you're going to listen at FM 101.9 or, of course, the classic AM 1450. Right. But if you're listening in Smyrna, so if you're one of our, our Smyrna listeners, you're going to want to listen on FM 105. Uh, make sure you're getting those things changed over. As I've said many times on the morning yeah. show, if you don't, we're going to break your legs. No, you know, I, I noticed that I could still pick up on 100.5, but that, there were just certain spots it's fading in yeah, it's, So it's, 101.9 is better for here in town. Um, you know? So what we had a couple weeks back, and it may still be this way, is in Smyrna we actually had um, both uh, both 101.9 and 105 broadcasting right. to Smyrna at the same time. Right. Uh, that was causing a little bit of feedback, so I think we have sped up that process a little bit. So now, as of this past week or so, in Smyrna, you're going to want to listen at 105. I want to check that out because when I went down there traditionally uh, in the past, we would kind of fade in and out down there, you know. And, yes. Well, and now now we've now got the you've whole. Got the whole you yes. Know, you've got. We've got an extra tower down there, right? Yes. So, we've 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 put a broadcast tower in Smyrna so that we can better better reach that community. Reach that community. And, Do we reach Eagleville? All right. Eagle, uh, you know. you're, you're asking questions about well, my pay grade. You know, I, I, I was in uh, Shelbyville one night, and I was working down there, and I could pick up on 100.5 at the time. This is a couple of years ago. And I could pick a station up in Shelbyville. So, I mean, you know. Well, um, and, and with radio, you know, it depends on the weather, on the, the weather and, yes. and the conditions and how the wind's blowing that day and the temperature and all, all sorts of different all things. All that so, good stuff. Right, but now we we do reach the entire community of Smyrna, and, and so we're excited to welcome those folks into our listening audience. About time, glad to have them. I think a lot of them have, have been listening anyway, got via the internet or whatever. But it's a lot easier when you're in your car. Rob Mitchell, how are you doing? Doing good, and I noticed exactly when you switched the stations. I was mm-hmm. waiting for January the first, and I looked over, and my alarm clock was just doing. Yeah, I'd say that that, that and, probably happened. And to, there was a lot of panic because oh no, I've got to go. I've got to go. What? <laughs> wake up! Had to wake my wife up. She was panicked, so I, I corrected that. So everybody, do turn in that in uh, Murfreesboro one hundred one point nine, please. It'll yep. save your life. Yes, It'll save your life, <laughs> and you won't get your legs broken. Well, that's I the big. That's, that's the big kicker. In, I gotta doubt that will happen up here, but we'll we'll put that on. We'll make a note of that anyway. <laughs> Thank you, Dalton. Fine young man. Thank you very much. All right, Rob. Let's yes, talk. Um, you know, and folks, if uh, please listen to this because this is important. It's affecting our community, and it is, it's not. It's affecting us not in a very favorable way. Tell us what this is. A REIT is Real Estate Investment Trust. A real estate. Yeah, okay, it's, go ahead. It's a real estate investment trust. It is um, a company that is designed to return a profit off of money invested in real estate. Uh, So traditionally what it had always been, uh, real estate investment trusts would pool their money together, buy a large large office building, and they would Apartment complex. Apartment complex. It would rent it out. It would deliver an income stream off of it. Uh, it is uh, REITs are not subject to 
paying income tax, federal income tax. So now, you, why is that? Because they are the way the law is written. Uh-huh. Uh, it's okay. above my pay grade understanding. Uh, understood. Understood. <laughs> and apparently above a lot of people's. Yeah. Um, with with the way all of this was set up, back in two thousand and eight, when the market crashed, these very savvy investors saw an opportunity. They saw houses that were in a traditionally uh, high sale area, where there was a lot of activity, undervalued. Right. So they said. We can take some of our money. We can invest in these properties. We can buy them. We can rent them out and create an income stream off of this until such time as the market corrects. And then we can sell the properties at a profit. Right. Perfect. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, but it was it was so successful, and our market is so hot right now that there was never a period of time that they wanted to get out of it because they're actually impacting and influencing and creating their own market at this point. They can sure. come in and they can cash offer. People are, are moving here so desperately. Right. They're looking for a place to live. They can buy the property, pay cash for it, whereas an individual, even if they have something that they accept, uh, with an offer, if they, they win an offer, they still may have 30 days, 45 days to get their financing in place before they can ever close. Sure. A REIT can come in, make a cash offer, and close in a couple of days. So people are bidding over the asking price by sometimes 10 20%. The that's REITs that's have, happening all over. It's happening yep. all over the place. <clears throat> uh, my next-door neighbor's house across the street from me, they listed their house on a Friday. They showed it on a Saturday. They took offers on Sunday, <laughs> and they accepted the offers on Monday, and it was twenty-five dollars or $30,000 over their asking price. Unbelievable. You know, and that's, that's what people are having to do if they want to have a home. So what, what does that mean for us? It means that we're a high demand area. Sure. Um, it means that there are people that, like Dalton, would would want to buy. They're starting their lives out. They would Getting want ready to, to get buy married. a house. Sure. Right. Um, it is it is called greenlining. It's a different form of the old redlining, where people were excluded from buying because of their race or their economic. Uh, status in life right this is something a little bit different they've taken it doesn't matter what your color is if you live in an area that we want to be we will come like a walmart will come in and drive out all the small mom and pop businesses and then control the market reits are coming into the residential housing market and they're driving the small people out they're driving the families out so if you can never own a home if you can only rent because that's the only thing you can find because that's where your job is, right. you will, you will yep. be a renter forever. And you, mm. you'll be – It's. I love the movie It's a Wonderful Life. And right. it's, it's a lot like Mr. Potter did. He wants a thrifty working class 
Right. Rather than a discontented rabble that may right. own their own home. Exactly <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, very good, very good in, analogy. In, in other right. words, you keep them so poor right. that they can, they can never make trouble. They can never have a voice in government For fear of in being evicted or fear of not having a home That's or it. bad credit or whatever it might be. So, I mean, right. it's, it's, it's very da- – I don't know what the answer is to it. Um, right. But it, w- it was something that got uh, – I was approached by – the Washington Post. Okay, because me, it, I, I, that's, that's going to segue to our next. Sure. Uh, let me let me go to our first series of breaks, Dalton. If we could do that, Rob Mitchell's been good enough to come by tonight, and I really appreciate it because, to me, this is a very interesting and serious topic, and we're going to get more into it when we get back. For Rob Mitchell, this is Emily Raymond. We'll be back with Emily Raymond's show in just a couple minutes. Stay with us. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, This is Michelle Hauser coming to you from Hauser & Associates. We are a law firm that is dedicated to family law and serving for those individuals that have family law needs. You can contact us through uh, our telephone is 615-801-8602, or you can also reach us through Facebook or our website, which is www.borough.com. FamilyLegal.com. That's Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full of fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615 390 7219. That's 615 390 7219. Or check out our website at PI of MT. Dot com. That's PIofMT.com. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at CompleteYardCareTN.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Muller's Jewelers, 352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee.
All right, we are back. Thank you. And um, please, I'll tell you what, folks, our sponsors, thank you all so much. Check out Michelle Hauser. Check them out. And check out Jay Mons. If you haven't got your, your, your last-minute gift yet, uh, I'm going to say last minute. We've got a whole week here to go before Christmas, Christmas is next Saturday. Check out Jay Mullins and check out Reactor Watches. My wife's bought me two or three of those things. They are indestructible. I'm telling you. I think my brother's got one. And they're just they're, they're just a fantastic watch. Dependable, precise, right on the money. And, uh, and, of course, complete yard care. Don't forget to give them a call. They're going 12 months a year now, Rob. As you know, it's sometimes... <laughs> Our yards get put on the back burner. <laughs> Here are Rutherford County Property Assessors. Nothing to have a message from him, you know, because I'll, I'll tell you, it's it's our son Nick and and Robson. They've known each other for years, and he said we, you know, are, are you getting your grass cut anytime soon? Because if you see Nick, have him come out by mine. <laughs> so, you know, it gets busy, you know. So anyway. Um, we're talking about REITs and Real Estate Investment Trust. What? How did the Washington Post come into this? Did they? I'm going to ask you. They contacted you, I guess. They, con- they contacted me. Why? Um, Just because they'd heard of the. Well, I'm working with. Um, there's the Dr. Ken Chilton out at TSU has been uh, looking into this and doing uh, investigative work on it for about the last year and we're growing faster than anyone else is Uh, so he wanted to know what he you know what we were seeing so we gave him what information we had and he dissected it took it apart and then uh, apparently the washington post contacted him and he said, well, you need to talk with Rob Mitchell because he's he's got this information and he's well-versed in how this is working. So they called me. I shared the information with them. Uh, we all worked together. And at, what we found out was, uh, and, and it surprised me, about 10% of all of the single-family residential properties in Rutherford County are owned by REITs. So that's 10% of our available inventory at any given point in time right. is corporately owned for rental property. And private that's, and private that's homes. For pri- right. We're not talking about real estate complexes and no. anything like that. We're talking no. about private homes. Private homes. Right. And, and this isn't <clears throat> taken into account, you know, the mom and pops, that, that the local folks that may own some property that they're renting out. This is not even including them. Right. Yeah. Guys so, like me that had, right. had a little property here or there, whatever. Yeah. Right, so the, it was big enough and substantial enough that it, it got on their radar. Uh, smartasset.com named uh, the city of Murfreesboro as the number one boom town in the U.S. Uh, after putting the, the information together, um, the International Consortium of Investigative Journalists and the Washington Post. ICIJ. Right, right. Determined that... Uh, the Nashville area is the fifth least affordable housing market in the entire United States. And the Nashville market. Right, which right. includes us. Right. It includes, you know, we're growing faster than it. We're growing faster than Wilson. Sure. Wilson is more expensive than Rutherford. Davidson is more expensive than Rutherford. Sumner County is more expensive than Rutherford. Williamson County is more expensive than everybody with 
the possibility of San Francisco. Right. <laughs> no, it's a fine. You know, There's a lot but, of money but, over there. One of the wealthiest counties per capita. It is. Right. You know, so when you're talking about growth in the in the in the Nashville market, you're really talking about Rutherford County. That's right. that's primarily where we our bread and butter, and God bless the developers that I agree that went out there and took the risk because they did take a risk. They took a risk. Yes, they you did. Know, they you there's know, a time they had to mortgage everything they had. They yeah. they did. It did not come. It wasn't no, delivered to some of them on a platter. No, th- th- this was they took okay. A risk. Yeah, we're going to go out there and <clears throat> we're going to do this. And and contrary to what a lot of people think, they they're really not looking to have any kind of special treatment. They want no. consistent treatment to know what it is because they have to plan. Um, they don't mind paying more taxes. They just pass along those costs to the final end purchaser, which is the homeowner or the REIT that's going to purchase it in this case. But but it's gotten so bad in Davidson County, uh, there was a subdivision up there that went through the planning process, went through all the steps, went through all the approval after they got the approvals in place, the REIT came in and bought every single property in there and then paid the developer to build it out for them to turn it into rental. To turn it into rental. Into rental. An entire subdivision. You know, it's ironic. And when I um, people through the week ask me, you know, hey, who are you having on Sunday night? And I, a friend of mine, and I'm not, not mentioning his name. He may not want it mentioned in, in, in what I'm about to tell you. Um and I told him, I said, this is good. We're going to be talking about REITs, real estate investment. He said, I know He said, I know exactly what they are. He said, there's a house sitting right next door to me mm-hmm. that is practically, it's, it's falling down. It's, it's in the process. He said, it's, in, it's home same age as mine. Then, as a matter of fact, said, there's a, a fence, privacy fence. It's their fence. It's not mine. And it's about to fall over. It needs to either be repaired or taken down. And said, so there's no one to call. That's right. I think the, the people are out of state or whatever that may be in the investment firm. There's no one, you no. know, and I don't know if there's anyone living in the house or not. I didn't go that far in the conversation. And what do, what do people do? I mean, well, even the people that I mean, live this in is these... A, this is just got happened to be a friend of mine. We were sitting in a conversation yeah. over a cup of coffee, and I said, yeah, I'm having Rob Mitchell's going to be on. We're going to be talking about this. He said, let me tell you. He said, and he's telling me about it, Yeah, you know. And it's affecting people. It is, because it's affecting the quality of life, because right. a, a lot of folks, there are a lot of good people that that rent these homes. Right. Uh, but you know that it's like taking a, it's what, why do people get rental cars to take on vacations? Because you're going to treat it different than you would your own car. Sure. And, and if it falls apart, you don't care because it's not yours. It's not yours, right. A, yeah. And and you, as a landlord, you know that the pride of ownership in keeping up a property that you're renting, right. just from your own renters that, that you may have, they're not going to take care of it like you oh, do. Oh, no. That's <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. You know, and that's what my motto always was. Of course, like I've said, on some of the property we bought, was bought our property was purchased by Metro. Metro right. As you know, uh, I've told you about it. And uh, our mutual friend, Russell, who works with you at the mm-hmm. office, and uh you know, uh, that's just luck. I was in the right place at the right time. It's just, that's, that's just luck, okay? I'm not that smart. No one is that smart. And we can fair price for it. That's fine. It's a few years ago now. But, you know, a lot of people right now are not that, they're not that fortunate. I mean, these homes are going for serious money. Homes that were advertised at 300000 350000 are now going half a million dollars. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, they're out there painting over the, the 350 and putting 500,000, you know. And uh, it's getting to be <laughs> that we are the fifth least, say that again. The fifth least affordable market in the United States. Hmm. So how's that going to affect? It hasn't slowed anything <clears throat> down. It, it hasn't. We still, the, the demand still outpaces supply. And as long as that continues, right. there's still a market for them. Sure. You okay. know, it, it, and it causes stress on our county infrastructure. Right. Um, uh-huh. Now, yeah. I know, I know there, there may be some folks out there that are saying, well, why, why, doesn't, uh, why doesn't Rob Mitchell, you know, do something about it? Friends, I got to tell you, I've spoken with representatives. I've made right. the the county commissioners aware of it. I've made county leadership aware of it. There's beyond that. There's not a whole lot I can do except say, this is an issue that the citizens should be concerned with. And that's the reason you're here tonight. And that's right. that's why I'm here. I appreciate right. you letting me no, talk I, about I, it. I, you know, if anybody has any questions, <laughs> I'd love for the phone to ring to. We'd love to, to hear from to be you. able to answer yeah, because, some questions for folks. Because this, uh, if you're living in one of these homes, we'd be interested to talk to you. If you oh yeah, that'd be great. Room, that'd be great to see. Where do you send your payments to? Who collects your Who collects your rent from you every, from you every month? I mean, what kind of shape is your house in? We'd like to know because I've got a friend here that I made notes on. And apparently no one's taking care of this house. Yeah. You know, it's just, you know, whatever. Right. Well, yeah. in, in in the report, it came out that some of the folks were having to do the repairs themselves, and they weren't able to deduct any of the payments. Right. Yeah. And some of them were even uh-huh. being evicted, you know, when they weren't supposed to be evicted. Oh, I can believe that. They get lost in the shuffle. Yeah. I read this from your... And tell me, the ICIJ, what is this? That's the International Consortium of Investigative Journalists. Okay, they wrote an article. This was by Will Fitzgibbons, Fitzgibbon and Ben Hallman, April 6th of this year. Oh, I'm sorry, April 6th of 2020. Tax revenue keeps civilization afloat, but not all taxpayers pay, play by the same rules. With the help of lawyers, accountants, white shoe professionals, and complicit Western governments, that's our government, the wealthy and well-connected have avoided paying trillions of dollars in taxes. The rest of us cover the difference, or more commonly, can't, leaving treasuries bereft of monies needed to build roads, schools, and tackle existential threats like climate change and global pandemics. Tax havens make it all possible. There's your. There, that pretty well sums up what you're talking about, and you, and you just mentioned it. You know. To build roads, schools, and tackle existential threats like climate change and global pandemics. I was watching 60 Minutes tonight before it came up. This mess in western Kentucky, for example. Mm-hmm. This tornado was un- unbelievable. It's one that, that a man had been in, in the weather business for more than 30 years, could not believe what he was seeing. He saw what was coming. Uh, a structure recently uh, erected by the University of Kentucky up there where one neighbor had said, that's where I would have told people to go, totally demolished, because it's a very well-built structure, big building. They're in Mayfield. I believe this was in Mayfield or somewhere thereabouts. Totally leveled. You know, this is climate change, and it is happening. I mean, it it has happened, and we're going to have to have money to 
Yeah, help fight this thing if you can. I don't know if we can or not. You know, what's the answer, Rob? Do we have to just wait and see? Or are these politicians just going to continue to let these people do whatever they want? Uh, when it when it comes to the reads, from from what I understood, I didn't know how in how deep this went. Right. Um, because apparently, what happens? Individuals that want to mask their income will will do bank in an offshore bank in the Cayman Islands or some other offshore, the Bahamas, Barbados, where, wherever it's favorable to do banking offshore. Now say and, that again. How many? I'm, I'm, 10%? 10%. That's what it's got here. By, by some estimates, this, this article again, about 10% of the total output of all economies in the world is parked in offshore financial centers held by wow. shell companies that exist on only on paper. Right. And and they funnel the money then back into a corporation in the United States because foreigners aren't allowed to there are constraints on what they can they can buy. Right. Now by putting it into another organization and then having that organization purchase property through a REIT they can bypass the ownership restrictions. Uh, I read in the article names that I've never heard of before. Um, one was a Canadian that was, uh, I think, the Seagram's company. Uh, Wouldn't doubt it. Yo. You know, he was one of them. Another was somebody that owned, um, oh, gambling casinos or something from Singapore or someplace like that. Uh, was funneling money through it. Not to mention, and the article includes here, politicians, corrupt politicians, uh, mobsters, drug traffickers, and other criminals who launder cash and assets through the offshore companies to throw law enforcement off the scent. Right. Because you can't, they don't disclose this information to anyone. No. They're not allowed to. Well. I mean, you know, whenever whenever there's a a financing uh, that is conducted offshore, right? It's only being done to mask your income. That's the only reason to do it. Sure. Uh, now, at the local level, uh, you know, we're feeling the brunt of it because we have to build the schools. We have people that are not going to be have the opportunity to own their own home and actually become really invested in our our community not that they aren't already but they but won't feel it the, there's something about own there's something about there home is. ownership it's the, the it's the great american dream you right know? And, you know and and once you know owning the, our nation was was founded in part on the ability of an individual to own property right they you know they weren't allowed the, that opportunity in old europe it was owned by wealthy families. It was passed down from generation to generation to generation. And the average person never had that opportunity to actually own land and pass along that wealth to their children. Right. They came to the new world where they could. Right. And that's been the great strength of our nation is that it ability has. to own right. real estate. And these REITs are taking that. They're, they're robbing us of that opportunity. They're robbing a generation. Right. And it's hard to tell where we're going to wind up because we can't see the forest for the trees right now. That's right. So, 
I'm going to get Dalton in here to play a couple of ads for us. We're going to take a little break here when he gets a chance. Um, uh, let's see. All over the world, where are these tax havens? All over the world. Some are independent countries like Panama, the Netherlands, and Malta. Others <laughs> are within countries like the U.S. state of Delaware, which, yep. by the way, invented the LLC. <laughs> where President Biden's from, and our territories. <laughs> it's fact. Well, he always claimed to be from Scranton, Pennsylvania, and now, now he's a Delaware boy. But anyway, that, that's fine. <laughs> or our territories like the Cayman Islands, and we've all we've all heard of that. That's right. You know, and it's like, you know, people, when uh, Mitt Romney ran for president, and I've told many a person this story, and, you know, they – Got on him because of uh, he had some offshore accounts, apparently. Mm-hmm. Some of these, maybe. Who knows? I, I don't know. But I do know he, he, there was nothing wrong with Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney was a very wealthy man. But had raised a fantastic family, four sons and a daughter, I believe. I know, but wonderful family. Good Mormon family. Family man. Great guy. He was just rich, you know? And people, well, he's, he's got those offshore accounts. <laughs> you know what I said? Do you think the Kennedy family never heard of an offshore account? <laughs> Mr. Joe Kennedy, the old, old Joe Kennedy, is probably the guy that invented it. <laughs> I mean, they're all in this thing together. You know this. Yeah. I know that. It's a fact. I mean, I think, I think Joe's Kennedy came on shore in a boat. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Some> bootlegging. <laughs> by, by the tons, man. <laughs> you know. It's, I said, yeah, do you think the Kennedy family never heard of an offshore account? Come on, man, give me a break. You know, they, they, they've been doing this for a long time. Right. It's just now coming to the surface. Um, to your knowledge, after your talk with the Washington Post, is there anything that can be done about it? Or would legislation have to be passed on a broad scale? Would, to, to slow the REITs down, it would have to be done at the, at the national level. Right. Uh, at, at least. There may be something at, at a state level, but you can't keep anyone from purchasing property specifically. Uh, you may be able to right. limit its use, but you can't specifically say, no, you, you we're not going to sell to you. Uh, we only want to sell to this person over here. That would be a discriminatory practice, but you might possibly be able to limit uh, the, the owner's use of the property after they have purchased it. There could be, uh, and some realtors out there would probably know better than, than I on this, you, you might put in restrictions or covenants into the deed itself. But then it comes to who's going to uh, enforce those deeds or covenants. Usually that falls back on your next-door neighbor, and your next-door neighbor right. is probably not going to have the, they're not going to want to sue a large corporation because they probably don't have the money to do right. that. Right, it takes a lot of money. Right. right. So I mean, it's a it's a it's a catch twenty two. Right. It really is. We're going to go to a, a couple of breaks, two or three breaks here. Right now, we're talking with Rutherford County, our Rutherford County property assessor, Mr. Rob Mitchell, and we'll be back with you right after this. Stay with us, folks. 
Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is Michelle Hauser coming to you from Hauser & Associates. We are a law firm that is dedicated to family law and serving for those individuals that have family law needs. You can contact us through uh, our telephone is 615-801-8602, or you can also reach us through Facebook or our website, which is www.borough familylegal.com. That's hey, this is Ed, everybody. want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at pi of mt.com that's pi of mt.com go to j mellon's jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches they're located at 352 west Murfield boulevard right here in murfreesboro tennessee and also custom made jewelry if you want it they can make it for you also gifts for any and all occasions weddings graduations family reunions uh, anniversaries all of it that's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Mitchell uh, recorded this for us this afternoon before he came out, and uh, we just want to play it for you. He thought it might might brighten your day. Enjoy. That is from a fellow by the name of Boyce Hawkins that did that. that that's bound to be hard to do if you're a good piano player. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got about three or four. He's, uh, you can look it up on YouTube. It's called A Very Fractured Christmas. <laughs> the first time I ever heard I heard it on WSM, around Christmas time, obviously. And I was going, pa- I was going past the station, WSM, on Briley Parkway. And I was I had tears on us. <laughs> that's the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my life. And I finally found it after all these years. So. Anyway, but Rob, thank you for your version of it. It's good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, my other one is, you know, Blue Christmas by Porky Pig. <laughs> yeah. That one that one tickles me. I hope Ted Cloud's listening. Ted, if you are, <laughs> please don't call in, Ted. We don't need to answer any hard questions. <laughs> 
We're talking about REITs, R-E-I-T-S, Retirement Real Estate Investment Trust. I'm sorry, Real Estate Investment Trust, which are perfectly legal. Some people may be invested in them. Yeah. Is it possible people might be invested in these and not know it? Uh, I, I think if Queen Elizabeth was invested in some because she showed up in the investigative reports. Uh, and all of this is all of this is open source. You can actually, you can go to uh, the ICIJ International Consortium of Investigative Journalists dot org uh, website. You can download um, the Pandora Papers, is what it's called. It was Pandora. this huge this huge download dump. And they have tied everything together. So if there's, you can key in a politician's name. Pandora Papers or Panama Papers? They've got here. There's two of them. There's two of them. Okay. Uh, The Panama Papers was first, and then the Pandora Papers was even larger. Okay. It came came after. Uh, One of one of these actually led to um, the overthrow of a of a president in in a country. They were deposed after they found out that uh, they had invested in what their finances were doing. So, I mean, there's there's a lot of information out there. Um, if, if anybody's so inclined, you can actually go in there, uh, do your own research, because it is open source. Meritetis, M-A-U-R-I-T-I-U-S, leaks. Examine how companies used Meritetis, whatever that is. Are you yeah. familiar with that? I, I don't know. know. To avoid taxes, while Paradise Papers revealed the secrets of Bermuda. Yeah, and where the law firm Appleby was founded. I yeah. won't even get into that. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, you know, transparency in government uh, with the elected officials and with Which I know you, you insist on. That, that's that's my primary thing. I, tra- I believe right. in transparency. Right. I know I, you do. I, I think that the more transparent a process can be and the more well-informed the public is with how how government works, uh, that that leads to to better government. Right. Yes. You know, uh, people, you, folks need to not touch and be so excited by by hot button mantras so much. It's it's right. easy. It most tax and governmental questions are not easily explained or solved in two to three words right mm-hmm. you can you can get somebody angry in two to three words sure uh, and news sources on both sides do that because it's profitable to make people angry you will get more viewers if people are angry for whatever whatever reason that you want them to be angry for. But there's very little discussion that goes on when people are shouting at one another. Uh, people never stop to listen to what the intent is or, or the viewpoint of the other party. Right, and to bring reason into the conversation. We have to. I mean, we all we all live in this community. We all live in the United States. We all live on the world. We all want the, uh, a safe, happy childhood for our childrens, a comfortable retirement for ourselves, doing whatever it is that that we enjoy doing. Right. But if if we're constantly uh, bickering about uh, things that aren't really going to move the ball forward, 
we're we're poorer for it as a community as a society. Well, when you're talking about ten percent of a nation's, you know, what was it? Ten percent. I know ten percent of our property, but I didn't realize that ten percent of the nation's. Uh, yeah, estimate uh, by some estimates about ten percent of the total output of the economies in the world. Total GDP. It's parked. That's right. And they mentioned that. Wow. Countries that need tax revenue the most lose more tax money as a percentage of GDP than wealthy countries. As with other inequities, the poor get, get it the worst. Yeah. It, it does trickle down. I mean, it trickles down to nothing. You know. And um, I am so glad you brought this up. And folks, it sounds like maybe I'm beating a dead horse. But... Somebody better start bringing some things up because this is an important topic. Uh, I had no idea this was, you know, no. that you could have private homes in, in an investment well, situation. And, and, well, that's just I mean, it. other than us owning, if, you know, yeah. if me and you form a company, we want to go out here and buy homes and, and rent them out, fine. That's different. This is being done by major corporations for tax for, avoidance. Right. You know. And they're avoiding federal taxes. They'll, sure. And they don't, they don't care about paying local taxes. Because they get to discount their local taxes off of their federal income tax. Sure. So they don't, that's, that's not an issue for them. And, and the reason that it should be an issue for us is because it's making it hard on our families. It's making it hard on our communities. And you, ha- you have people that are they're paying taxes through sure. their rent, but they're not reaping the benefit because they're building equity in nothing. So they have no equity. They They're, simply have an expense. Right. They have an expense. Right. So they have mm-hmm. nothing to pass on. They have no wealth to build for their family. What are they working for? A roof over their head. And that's important. Right. But there's, what is the future? Well, and that's what we've all said. Uh, a lot of Dalton will be getting married here hopefully in a few months. I think that's their plan. After the first year, I think. Or maybe sometime in the spring. I don't know. But... Uh, you know, you need everybody. You probably need to rent for a year or two. Mm-hmm. That was originally the, you know, rent for a year or two or three, till you find out, you know, what kind of what do you want? Are you going to have a family? Are you going to have? Or to save your money for five, a down payment. You know, five kids. Are you going to have just two? Children? How, how big a home are you going to need? What do you want? It takes people a while to figure this out, and then hopefully two, three, four years into the marriage, you build a house, buy a house, whatever the case might be. Let me ask you something. What about, and this is totally off the wall, and I didn't call you up here to, to, to corner you. You know that. Uh, I can't be cornered. <laughs> you live in a round house. Okay, yeah, you're kind of like in the Oval Office. Uh, um, but uh, the, the use of mobile homes to offset this to some degree, but mobile homes getting just about as expensive as, as what houses used to be. If you're going to buy one, you still have to own the land or rent the land right. underneath. So yeah. what what have you got? It becomes part – when you attach a mobile home to the land, it's it's considered for tax purposes part of the land. Right. Sure so is. you can rent the pad and then pay the taxes on it. It's a depreciating asset. They don't go up in value. No, they don't. You know, so it's not really that much cheaper to get into. Um, you know, when – there, there are ways to address some of the housing issues. Uh, our building codes do not afford um, many of the avenues that's used in other states because the way our building codes were written and 
I think we, we operate, uh, we've adopted, I think, the Southern Building Code Standard. You'd probably know better since you were a I, Yeah, I think you're right. I think it, the, that does come to, to mind. I've been out of it now a while. Yeah. You know, uh, we've only got one piece of property left. And, uh, uh, you know, so it, I, you get out of the mix, yeah. you know. And uh, But, uh, yeah, I think it's Southern Building Code Standard. And, you know, uh, this issue had never come up before in the past hmm. because our economy was such that, Anyone could get married, a couple could. Or if someone wanted to stay single, you know, you want to get your own place or a, a condominium, or if you want to live condominium-style life, that's fine, you know. Or townhomes are big now, and they're going up all over Rutherford County. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, let's shift gear just a little. We were talking with uh, Dalton here a while ago. Mm-hmm. This thing that may be coming out and out here, well, I guess it is coming. It, it was in the paper last Thursday or Friday. Bucky's? Mm-hmm. Is that it? Do you know about any, anything about this? Uh, I don't know. I know what I, I read. I the know paper. what they are, but that's it. It's a, basically a rest stop area that for uh, will provide super truck stop. Super truck stop, right? And they're talking about up to a hundred and hundred to a hundred and twenty gas pumps. Right. Take the largest <laughs> pilot center that you've seen and multiply it by three. Wow. Man, that's a, and I think this is the building. The biggest one they had, I want to say, was it in Centerville or Collierville? I forget, somewhere here in Tennessee. This one will probably end up being bigger than that. And the location is out somewhere around Ed, Ed Elam Road and uh, uh, Joby Jackson. Jackson right. right. Which is right right out in my backyard. <laughs> right out there in the interstate. It's out there. That's where it is. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's where it'll be. And, they, and that's probably the next growth spurt for i mean we've grown toward williamson county that's infilling the next big growth opportunity is going to be south following the interstate sure uh that's where the natural commercial growth is i know there's supposed to be a large uh, warehouse that's going in down over that way too Uh, oh they're everywhere right and a lot again a lot of townhomes being built out there a bunch i mean our daughter owns one she bought one out there yeah and today that was a little more than a year ago, and today was something one's worth. It's, I mean, we were all for, you know, we were all for buying a home and keep it eight or 10, 12 years, sell it, you make a little profit, and you get a nicer home and all that. But this thing, Rob, has gotten, that's something to me and you never thought we'd ever see. I mean, you mentioned it in your own experience, you and your wife had a home. Yeah. And, it, you know, uh, our mother thought about, about a home, the one we're talking about, down in Smyrna when we moved here in 1980. Four bedroom, two car garage, detached, block building. Uh, this house sits on a slab. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a split level. Nice home. Built in 62 3. Mom, Dad, I think they paid $46,000 for that house. There's no telling what we're yeah. trying to. Me and you and Russell are trying to arrive at price. <laughs> and these three brilliant minds. I mean, this man's your head property assessor, ladies and gentlemen. He can't even figure out what's going on. <laughs> no offense, I'm saying it's it's crazy, isn't it? It, it really is. Well, we you know we think think we saw a 16 percent in uh, increase in sale price over the last 12 months. 16 percent increase in sale price, right? And you you we we've all heard the story. People, if they're asking 285 thousand dollars for home, someone will offer here get offer them 310 thousand. Right, that's not unusual. It's not. It's not it, it isn't. At all. And, and the thing that, 
when we're talking about values going up, here's the uncomfortable thing that's coming. January 1st, 2022 is, is revaluation. Hmm. Next year, right. uh, we'll be sending out notices to everybody telling you what your, your property taxes for the next four years is going to be based on. Right. Now, um, don't get mad at me. Because right. regardless of – and this is think of it this way. Regardless of what your home's value is, if the tax rate is zero, you pay no taxes. It's not until the county commission and the city councils establish a rate to pay for the things that they have determined that, that you have instructed them to purchase on your behalf – for your community a new school a new school new roads new intersections um they they won't if if they don't buy anything they'll never have to establish a tax rate to purchase them right that's that's the bottom line um so there, there will be a tax rate established it will be a revenue neutral rate so that the tax levy for 2022 can statutorily be no greater than for 2021 on existing properties. So any real estate that was here in 2021, the revenue neutral rate will be set on that for 2022, and they will deduct out any new improvements. So that's not counted toward the value that they established that rate on. So it is truly revenue neutral. And Probably the best thing would be if we if we did it on a more frequent basis for a whole lot of other reasons that are very complicated. But the county and the cities, over the last two revaluation cycles, because of an administrative decision, uh, a court settlement that came out of Davidson County in 1990, we've lost about $11 million in property taxes right. over the last yeah. eight years. Okay. And that's simply based on the frequency of our cycle being once every four years. If we were mm -hmm. on a more frequent cycle, we wouldn't have that loss. And that would, in effect, have probably lowered your property taxes by about 11 cents. And, again, to reiterate and remind people, you are the county property says You have nothing to do with city taxes. Smyrna. I set, I mean, I set, Smyrna. The, I set mm -hmm. the values right. for... All property in the city of Smyrna, city of Laverne, mm, okay. city of Murfreesboro use our values sure. on which to base their tax levy. On which to base their, their, their information. Right. Rob Mitchell's been our guest tonight. We're going to be getting out here in just a minute make room for Bill. And uh, I want to take that. Rob, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. Thank you for being here with us on this, uh, this show tonight. Um, and um, uh, it is an important topic. And... Dalton, you said you were up at that Bucky's. Uh, where was it that you saw in Cookville? There one they're building. I don't know exactly where we saw it, but we passed one that they were building. I mean, it's it's big, big stuff. I mean, Gigantic. That's crazy. Really neat looking. I like stuff like that, but I'm a nerd, so. <laughs> well, we like we stuff like, like that jerky. too, you know. <laughs> do what, Rob? They have a beef jerky bar. <laughs> <laughs> do they? They do. Oh no! <laughs> it's it's from Texas. I tell you. <laughs> A beef jerky bar. <laughs> I don't believe I've ever heard this one before. Are you kidding? And they're going to still have the lattes and all that stuff, or I call them lats. 
I don't know. They, they sell coffee. <laughs> they sell coffee yeah. and any kind of beef Can you, you get want. A, just a cup of coffee anywhere anymore? Yeah. You know, I don't know. But, folks, uh, we, we do want to wish you a Merry Christmas. And I, I know on behalf of the property administrator's office, you want to wish everyone a, a happy Yeah, Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas to everybody. everybody. And um, we're glad to make it through this year. It was a rough year it's, for our office. Yeah, the last year and a half, two years, been very unusual, you know. And, again, they're already canceling sporting events and things like that. And I think uh, one of our local high school games got uh, got canceled because, some t- I mean, a bunch of players in the NFL have tested positive for no. this thing. So. Was it UT? I don't believe it was UT. You no. said high school. <laughs> I'm, Thank you, Rob. I'm a Middle Tennessee fan. I'm going to get him out. Ted, if you're listening, I'm going to get him out of here while the getting's good, okay? <laughs> Thank you, Rob. appreciate it. I want to tell you, everybody, and uh, – you know, folks, we live in the greatest time. I don't care. I've always said this, and you know this. In this time of year, you tend to get a little nostalgic and all that good stuff. But uh, we live in the greatest country in the world. And I say that unabashedly. I'm not ashamed at all. And uh, we're all very fortunate to be here. Very much so. Things have been tough. There's no doubt about it. But we'll get through it. And, you know, if I could wish you anything... Please take your vaccines, okay? You know, no one's going to be following you because they injected you with a bunch of computer chips. <laughs> no one wants to know what Ed Bramer's doing anyway. <laughs> People live in fear of what Ed Bramer may be doing, <laughs> okay? But, Dalton, Merry Christmas to you and your family as well. Now, when are you getting married? When are you getting married? Uh, wedding's in April. So right around the corner. Yep. Okay, right around the corner. Fine young man. We're glad to have him work with our show. He's he's responsible for a lot of things that we do here. And, folks, he makes me sound a lot better and come across a lot smarter. And as, as this gentleman that's our property assessor does as well, too. And I appreciate them both. Appreciate all of our sponsors. Thank you very much. Without you, we could not do this, okay? And I thank you all very much. I appreciate it. It's been a great year. Now, we will not be here next Sunday. Of course, uh, Christmas is Saturday. Thank you all for your support. You that listen every week, thank you very much. For the Edwin Lee Raymer Show, I'm Ed Raymer. Good night.